Hey, you traders and investors out there. Welcome once again. It's Trade Doc and Thoughts and Trading. And today uh, I was busy and decided to take a break. So here I am taking a break. And, um, you know, put up a few charts here just to look at just things that um, I'm in and things that I'm thinking I'm getting in. But uh, I have Alcoa, Bed Bath & Beyond, EWZ, as I'm always in EWZ, um, FCX, GDX, Gold, I'm currently in Gold, MJ, Long MJ, uh, Tesla, I just got burnt Tesla on Friday, so I want to take a look at that, USO, currently in USO, Veil, V-E, I mean V-A-L-E, Currently long and veil ever since the drop. XBI, still in XBI and XOP, no position in um, oil explorers. So with that, 30 seconds and we'll get right into it. So I'm definitely getting it. So thank you all for joining me today. Uh, this is Thoughts and Trading segment. I'm just going to talk about these few uh, stocks and ETFs that I mentioned earlier. I'll have it in the description. Oh, hold on a second. So put some background music here, and it's uh, no copyright music, free audio library. So I'll post that in the description. You want to check it out, but. I figured it'd be a little nicer. So aside from that, I just want to talk about the general market real quick. Um, I'm looking at the queues, and it's just, um, as you know, everything's been going up, and it's just looking overextended. I look at the, the three-hour chart, and, uh, you know, it gives me a couple extra bars to see what the action is going. So there was a V bottom here in, uh, on March 8th. That's when it was at the bottom and it just recovered real quick. And after that, it took an extra two legs up. So, you know, if we look back at the charts of like when situations like that have happened, um, you know, in uh, from January 3rd, January 11th, kind of something similar happened there. And it was a pause, and market eventually went up. And here it looks like it's continuation, but uh, another thing that's... Maybe I'll make another recording of it, but... Um, I just want to mention that disclose that half my portfolio is in cash and now why is half my portfolio in cash um, a few targets are hit and uh, got assigned on some calls which are good everything was profitable and here we go it's six six o'clock and this market just started and uh, just the market just started up now and we're down you know 30 points on the Dow right away the queues are up almost a full percent 
as a mark. Oh, wait. Nope, the market hasn't opened for the queues yet. Oh, the NASDAQ is down six. NQ, that's what I was looking for. Um, so real quick, that that's currently, this is thoughts and trading. So I'm just going to talk about what's going on. And it happens to be six o'clock Eastern time and the market's open and they're opening down 20. And it's just like, again, I was mentioning earlier, it just looks overextended. Now for crude is continuing to go up. These I'm just looking at the futures. Gold is uh, just holding on there. And uh, another thing is the crypto market. The crypto market, a bunch of, you know, I trade cryptos and I hold cryptos on the portfolio, but I was trading Bitcoin Cash and that hit its mark. You know, I was selling, buying Bitcoin Cash, like, I don't know, since the beginning of the year, buying it below the thir 130s and selling it exactly at 150. Matter of fact, when I was looking at my account earlier, it was like buys at 130s and every time it hit 150 was sells. So without me knowing, it actually, it bounced there. I was playing that consolidation without knowing that that's what I was doing. But now it crossed over and then talking about Bitcoin Cash. So now it's up, it's up to 150. So normal, normally uh, on a breakout, it's got a support. It's got to hold that in order to turn that into a support. So it's still like the true hard support would be like 155s and that's where we're at like right now with Bitcoin Cash is 155.80 and I'm still holding and uh, one of them in the one of our portfolio, but also I have Bitcoin Cash on like uh, what is it uh, called the Coinbase Pro, or it was it used to be GDAX before. I actually haven't gone in there. I'm just holding those cryptos. I was training it like uh, um, short, like, but it was like to buy, I mean, to end up with more cryptos. So I was shorting cryptos or a way to short cryptos just to increase the amount of cryptos. It wasn't the increasing the amount of cash because cryptos are going down, as we all know. So Bitcoin Cash is uh, one of the ones that even on GDAX is the one I'm overweight on. GDAX or Coinbase, you know, it's the one I'm overweight on and it's, uh, it's currently making this structure as it tested it now it's breaking so if this breaks out above this next resistant might be the 219s 220s but uh you know we got our whole targets and i'm looking at my old old notes but yeah i was targeting the 161s so if it holds support at 155 and then it moves above 161 that's when we can look for like a breakout to like the 190s 184s around there and you know up and up and up but could retrace here but 
it's only going to consolidate. So it'll probably consolidate back down to the 130s when I'll buy them again. And then, you know, if it happens again, it goes down to the 125s, but definitely in the 134s, put, put, start putting in limit buys, you know, short monies at like 134s and all the way down to like 122s. If you're lucky, they'll drop that low. Um, inside that, if it drops below like 110, then uh, might see the 75s again. But this is crypto, you never know what's gonna happen. But normal structures, when this this thing's widening it out, you know, it started with a, with a narrow range, with a narrow trading range and increase its trading range as it as it increases trading range the price has moved up so the narrow trading range was at 100 105 and it moved up now its wide trading range of 155 and 120s which is what i was doing i guess is a wider trading range so breaking out of this trading range will just give it a support. So, you know, let's, I'm kind of like repeating what I was already kind of known that, you know, resistance turns into support and we'll see that support of 155, which is, you know, a good, is bullish, which is bullish. It's just simply said, so aside from that, that was a little bit of crypto, Bitcoin Cash in particular. You know, I do have Litecoin, Ethereum, and, and Bitcoin. Um, there's a couple other cryptos that I have on these exchanges. Uh, but I like to say they're more the popular ones. I don't get into like the Dash and those other cryptos. Just just uh, the major cryptos, Bitcoin. And not a lot of Bitcoin because it's... Everything's based off of, of Bitcoin, so I'd rather I have more weighted Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash. But I do have a lot of Bitcoin Cash in GDAX, and I have a lot of Ethereum in the other account, so kind of balanced out. So let's talk about Alcoa. So Alcoa has um, bounced off the 27. For a while and it's found resistance at the 30 and uh today right now sun it's sunday so tomorrow we'll see where alcoa goes and i should just keep the es here or currently the es is down three points so we'll see where where alcoa ends up from there and uh, I believe they'll just consolidate between the 28 and the 29, maybe down back down to the 28 and a half before it goes back up and hits the 30s. But I think it might break out after that. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, BBBY. You know, I just had a down candle and I was short BBBY, but I was early, I was early like two weeks early on it. So it didn't, didn't do much. I got out with a little bit of profit, but this is the move here that 
I was actually waiting for and expected, just didn't get back into the trade. So BBBY, looking for a consolidation around the 1450 and see where it wants to move from there. It might take another leg down, but I see 1450 being like a short term, not bottom, but support. Uh, EWZ is moving, you know, it came off the 42s like we wanted it to be. And uh, I, th I think I should just have a segment talking about EWZ. But uh, just real quick, EWZ moving up to the 44. Of course, it's going to consolidate between three, 43 and 44. I still got calendars all the way up to like 45, 46s. And if it goes down to 43s, I'll get some 47s. But it's working out. I'm just waiting for it to mature before I collect. That's EWZ. And if it goes back to 42, you know how to scoop it up. And, uh, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't mind if it does. Um, I can, uh, like I said, EWZ can move in any range, and I got it. Um, FCX is one that I had closed out. A few of them, it was like hitting perfect. Right now, I'm looking for a consolidation, then a move up to 1350s. That's FCX, Freeport McMoran. The volatility is going up a little bit on this, so it's worth and, well, it's actually low, but it will be moving up. So it's worth like buying, um, buying, uh, but it's a little, it's like on the 30s, I believe. Uh, it's worth buying like uh, call spreads, call debit spreads, and turn those into like butterflies. Or uh, right now, I mean, you could buy. You know, it would, like the calendars, the wide calendars wouldn't work because as soon as the volatility goes up, you're going to be lo like losing. <laughs> even though you, even though you were right about the direction, you're going to end up if you do like certain option plays, you end up losing even though you're right because the volatility increased. So if you're selling volatility, and uh, especially like the front month, because that's the one that's going to increase the most then you're gonna then it's like you're worth buying another calendar at that point so or, or buying two of them just to average out just to lower your uh just to lower your average on that on that play if you believe it's still viable because if it already hit your target then you got to see if it's going to consolidate in there, if it's going to close out, like, you know, which direction you're going to go because it already hit your target, but you're losing because the volatility went up. So FCX is one of those that, you know, it'll catch you if you're not uh, doing the right thing, I guess you can say. And that's with options. Uh, GDX, uh, no position in GDX right now. But it's one of the ones that it's more stronger, but I'm just not liking the structure. If it starts moving towards the 21, I got to see it support. So if it goes above the 23, then I consider that a buy. But it's kind of like in the no play zone where I could take a chance now. And if it goes to 20 and just put a tight stop on it. But I believe it's going to go up, but it could, could catch you off guard as well, like it has all the time. So it's one of those uh, warning. Uh, GLD, 
and this has been all over the place lately so don't trust it we're looking for prices and uh most of the trading as as if you notice most of the range trading has been happening after hours so it's china and um you know the united europe and the united kingdom that's that's trading this and moving these ranges because when you look at the u.s market where it's trading what i'm looking at right now the ranges are narrower than what the overnight ranges are so, you know i have a uh, options positions in this and it's gone negative positive negative positive and you know what it gave me for a candle at the close of friday um gonna close it for a profit or a little bit of profit because it's you know it could either shoot up or shoot down and when you're not sure then you want to be out when you're not sure you want to be out of the trade because you because you have 50 50 chance of being right or wrong so if you're not sure of being right or wrong you can't be in that play so you gotta get out so another sector is this MJ sector, and that's alternative harvest, and it holds um, some mar uh, marijuana stocks in it, and been long it right now. It's making uh, an ascending like triangle type pattern, flat. So we can see a huge, a big breakout above 38s on this one, or it might want to test the 34s. But MJ, long in it. I'd like to play some options in it, but the option volume is still a little low. And there's just been better things to do than force option plays on the MJ sector. But I believe it'll get more popular and, um, and it'll gain more volume. But MJ, you know, I'd probably look at... I, did, I was playing some trades, putting trades in there, but now... Um, you know, since I'm trading options, uh, it's a lot easier to control, you know, whether you're in and out and the risk is like zero. So that's why I just rather just do it that way, but still participating in the MJ sector via this, this ETF MJ. And, um, you know, I've heard all like, I've seen people on YouTube, like trading these, I'm not sure if they're trading straight up stock which is probably the case or options i'll take a look at that but maybe that'll be for another time tesla was one that i had and all i had to do was hold that like 290 and it just it just it just puked so here we're probably going to see two more negative days before it finds support and um that's pretty much it we're gonna we're probably gonna see two more red candles before we find support on Tesla. So, but I'm still, but I'm still bullish on Tesla. It'll get back up to the 290s, but probably towards the middle of the week or towards the end of the week. But I'll be looking to put that trade back on, you know, recover what I lost and then some because um, Tesla is just giving us shenanigans right now. And that's the way I'm doing it. I'm waiting for two more negative days, then play it bullish and have a position that's good enough with a you know proper risk and uh you know recover everything i lost from it puking 
on Friday. All I had to do was just sit, you know, trade what it did the the day before, like trade two dollars. It was like a maybe like five dollar spread the day before, and that's all I had to do. But instead, I just gave it back, and you know, I'll, I'll pick it back up. Another one I want to talk about was Neo, which is close to the Tesla, and Neo is super cheap right now. I'm actually gonna put it up on this watch list. It was like at five bucks last time I checked Neil. So I mean to play it long on I was I had stock and options. I was doing options on it and I ended up selling it. Got I got uh um I got assigned at the ten dollars because I had ten dollar calls and I don't know it's you know people I don't know who does it but they get signed and it like works for me. So, cause I do have, since I have the calendars, I do a lot of calendars. I always have uh, op, uh, the contracts for protection. So those back month contracts are worth, you know, they're worth money. And I really don't like to exercise them. They, it's better to, um, you know, have cover the position and then sell against it especially if it's going to reverse. So now you just, you're pretty much short. You're short, um, you're short 100 of the stock. And then you sell the put. So that way it obligates you to buy it at the same price you just sold it. So you're just gaining premium. Uh, it's hard. I don't know if that makes sense. Because since you sold the stock, or since you had the obligation to sell the stock that you didn't have you have the loot so you sell the put right and you have the loot as a like collateral holding a collateral you have money like yeah you have cash so that's why you want to have cash so you can have that um like cash covered put you know so that's it's it's kind of like that's what I was doing with um with, with a couple stocks and I ended up being in cash and you can buy the stock at any time you know buy 100 shares of stock at any time any price any you know anytime you want so um you know I didn't I haven't though I've been sitting like this cuz I'm feeling like the market's going to retrace and it's going to retrace you know, not only is it surprise people on the upside, it's going to surprise people on the downside. Anyways, after that Tesla, I just have four more stocks, and then I'm going to wrap it up. And thank you all for for uh, listening to me this long. So we got USO and XOP. They're kind of like in the same. XOP hasn't broken out, but USO has broke out. But USO, you know, I don't believe this breakout, especially because it went up. You know, did nothing for a day, and then it came down. So it was going to consolidate. It might come down to the 1150s where I have my position. And XOP, I have no position in it, but I think it'll just going to retrace a small amount before it starts moving its way back up. But consolidation, I think it might consolidate between 31 and, and 28 for like six months or a whole year. I don't see this XOP and USO going too much further. Last two is Veil. 
Veil is one that's creeped up to the 13s. Now it's going to consolidate there for a while. When it finally move, decides to boost up, then it'll hit the 15s. But for now, we might see and be aware that it might test the 12s, even the 1150s. So, you know, have some positions there just to protection. And it might be just a naked put. And that works too, like $11 puts just to protect you in case uh, you have this downturn. And if it downturns, you can sell the $12 puts against it. So those are things that I like to do. You know, I have some protection. And unless it, you know, very seldomly does it take a dive down. But when it does, it, that's nice as well. Like what happened in X, X, XBI. I play that up and down. Now it's back up to the 91s, exactly where I have my calendars back up there. So you just create positions because with if you have some protection, you, you have options. And the option you have is to make more money. So that's it. And, uh, you know. And the thing is, if uh, if you don't lose, it, my, th my whole thing is, you don't lose any money, then you can't lose money. So if you can't lose money, you don't lose money. So you put yourself in situations, you build these option strategies where you're not making hitting home runs every single time. Like I cut myself off, I'll take half the profit. And sometimes, you know, I think about it. But I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. All you could do is protect yourself from losing. So I make all these positions, make free positions, you know, like, um, you know, buy a call and buy a back month call. It'll go up like, like for 100 bucks. It'll go up and then you can buy and then you could sell the front month call for 100 bucks. And there you go. This is a free calendar. You have no risk. The thing will like well the front month will expire and you'll be left with the back month for free. So the back month, say it's worth ten dollars when the front month expires, all you can lose is whatever that back month is. So you could decide to sell it right there on the spot altogether. But either way, there's no risk. So things like that. Um, anyways, this is Trade Doc. Thanks for listening. This is Thoughts and Trading, just a few stock charts, and I'll have um, all that in the description. And y'all have good luck this week. Peace.